You're listening to Weekend Edition on Michigan Radio. When we talk about the magician's trick of sawing a person in half, we have two ways to talk about what happens to the person in the box. They are sawed in half, or perhaps they are sawn in half. That's what they say. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Kruth. Here with us now is University of Michigan English professor Anne Curzon. Hi, Anne. Hello, Rebecca. And I have to say, for me, this would have been sawed in half, no matter what. I don't even think I know anybody who uses sawn. But now that I've heard it, I kind of like it. I think it sounds nicer than sawed. <laughs> but Rebecca, sawn is not a word that you use. No, no, it's not. But I might have to start. Well, you will have company. <laughs> the word is definitely out there. This came to my attention because it showed up in an article in The Atlantic. And in The Atlantic, they were describing this trick, and they described a woman who was sawn in half. And it was one of those things that I started looking at, and I don't know, Rebecca, if this ever happens to you, but you start to think about a word and you say it over and over again, sawn, sawn, and suddenly the whole word didn't make any sense to me at all, and I couldn't figure out whether I said it or not. <laughs> Does this ever happen to you when you start to think too much about a word? Pretty much every time you ask me one of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I saw it and I thought, I'm pretty sure that I use son as a word. And then I got curious about what was going on here, because like you, I also use sod with a final ed. I also, I have to admit, went down a bit of a rabbit hole here looking at the magic trick and found this really wonderful sentence where the writer had said, of course, the trick isn't really in the sawn in half bit. And I was looking at that going, the sawn in half bit. <laughs> There's so much that's linguistically interesting about that phrasing. But anyway, the verb here is obviously saw, to saw. And it's worth noting that this verb goes back to the noun saw. It's what linguists would call a functional shift when a word switches parts of speech happens all the time in English, but sometimes when it's happening in current usage, people get upset about it. And one of the ones I'm hearing people complain about right now is invite as a noun. They say, it only should be a verb, you shouldn't talk about getting an invite. Rebecca, do you have feelings about that one? Not really. It's become so commonplace, I don't really think about it. Right. Feels a little more informal, but just to say there's nothing wrong with it. And when people look at the examples in history, like saw moving from a noun to a verb, it seems completely logical as a thing to do. So anyway, saw goes from a noun to a verb. You have this by the Middle English period, by the 13th century, and it's a regular verb. So it's saw in the past tense, sawed, and then past participle has sawed. So where does sawn come from? Well, in the 15th century, because sometimes speakers do this, speakers start to create an irregular form alongside the regular form. You get an irregular form in the past tense and the past participle. So if you think about a verb like draw, the past tense is drew, where you get a vowel change. And speakers did the same thing with saw, so you got a past tense, looks like it may have been something like sue. And then if you again think about draw, the past participle is drawn, and that's where we get the past participle sawn. So you've got this by the 1500s, that past tense with the vowel change dies, but sawn has stuck around. And in British English, it is the more common past participle. So if you look up was sawn versus was sawed, you will find that was sawn is still more common. 
but in American English was sawed has been the more common form for almost 200 years. Now, Rebecca, if we're talking about a shotgun that has been shortened, how do you talk about that? Sawed off shotgun. And that is the more common form. But again, you will find sawn off shotgun, particularly in British English. And I thought I'd share this example from 1915. This is Arthur Conan Doyle, Valley of Fear, one of the Sherlock Holmes novels. And he talks about a sawn off shotgun as a way to know he came with a deliberate purpose of crime. So Anne, are you telling me though that sawn is the more recent of the two? Yes, sawn is more recent. Sawed goes back to the 1200s. Sawn is a later development. And now people will sometimes say that sawn is becoming archaic, which can suggest that it was the really old form and it's been replaced. But in this case, it was a more recent development and now it seems to be on the decline. Ah, well, so it goes. Thanks so much, Anne. Have a really good rest of the day. Anne Curzan is a professor of English at the University of Michigan. We look at the evolution of language every Sunday here on Weekend Edition. If you can't always catch us on Sunday, you can subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a question about our ever-changing language, email us at language at michiganradio.org.